fantasy football picks and bet show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Link down in the description below. Sign up using code MMN, the Mayo Media Network. Get that $100 deposit match bonus. Sign up, play, win. That's what I like to do. That's why I have my guest here every week. He joins me. He's almost like the guest co-host. Let's just be honest here by now. It's LQ, the Real Deal Fantasy. How are you doing, brother? Welcome. What's going on, Scott? Tuesday night, we got to bring that fire. Special game this Thursday. We got a rematch. Oh, my goodness. Do, do we? A trigger warning to all the Atlanta Falcons fans out there. You just got boat raced by the Dallas Cowboys. You might get boat raced again. We've got a Super Bowl 51 warning shot fired. Uh, Mac Jones coming, leading the Patriots. Not Tom Brady, but Ryan Clark did say he looks better than Tom Brady does at this point in his career. What do you think about that statement, LQ? That was pretty fire from Ryan Clark. Yeah, that's a wild statement, honestly. Um I, I'd love to give him, you know, courage, you know, going into, you know, every single game, but that's, that's a hell of a statement. Right. Right. I think I understand the sentiment. It means just in this stage also though, Tom Brady really wasn't groomed starting from the, from the break. Yeah. Jones, they got rid of cam. So, I mean, this was from his, his team from the break. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the huge difference there. I, I'm not co-signing that statement. I'll just let it play out and then we'll see it about five, six years, how that plays out. Right. If he doesn't have a handful of championships, we'll circle back on Clark. We'll get him. So, no. Well, I'm excited about this game just because I do think there are going to be some points scored. Uh, Atlanta is at home. It's going to be a little bit different, hopefully, than than being, uh, you know, in in Dallas and stuff and how it's going to go. So, uh, let's take a look here at our prize picks props. Please go sign up for prize picks using MMN. That's the Mayo Media Network code. Link down in the description below. Uh, We're going to look at the passing yardage props to start with mac jones uh and matt ryan pretty reasonable props if you look at it you know in this age of passing i know mac jones hasn't lit it up they really use the ground attack but 239 and hook for mac jones 248 and hook for matt ryan either one you're leaning uh i'm leaning more towards matt ryan home in the dome comfortable i I really feel as though like this is kind of low for him i feel as though the Pats defense is good, but they're not that good. They're in like in the middle of the pack. So I feel as though short turnaround, they're on the road. I feel as though this defense, they're going to get really tired out. Matt Ryan is still going to be able to pass the ball out to Pitts, and Pitts is still going to be able to do his thing. And Matt, Matt Ryan's going to find a way to get to this 248 in the hook. So I'm going to take the over on this. Yeah, I, I like that. If you look at this game, you know that the Falcons are going to have to pass the ball. Mike Davis, eh, not good. Uh, Cordell Patterson, good, but also used in the receiving game, not necessarily just as a featured running back. So uh, his usage kind of spikes, goes up and down. And uh, if you're anything, you know, Bill Belichick's going to try to take away something in this game, you know, if you're, if you're aware of how he likes to coach. So maybe it's Cordell Patterson, you know, freeing up, you know, the passing game to kind of be what it is. Uh, what about the rushing totals? They only have the quarterbacks right now. I almost laughed because, like, I feel like I could fall forward for one of these on a QB sneak. Mac yeah. Jones, three and a hook, and Matt Ryan, two and a hook. Uh, I'm more so leaning towards the Mac Jones for the over for three and a half. Seven weeks in a row, he has at least had one rushing attempt. So I feel as though he can easily get, you know, four, four yards. That That's there. If that's that's one of the throwaway picks that I would take, you know. But Matt Ryan running for two and a half, no, I'm saying away. That's a clear fade. Yeah, yeah, no, he runs backwards. That's the only thing he does. 
Uh, speaking of uh, some of uh, his receivers who are running forwards, not backwards, hopefully, I do like to do those little side screens every once in a while, but uh, yeah. let's take a look at the, the receiving uh, yardage props here. I think there's some really good totals, nobody over 70. So just to kind of give you the sense, it's all kind of lower and lower numbers. I mean, it's not a huge passing offense, either one of them, but uh, what do you think about, you know, either the Patriots or the Falcons? Whose side are you kind of looking at? Uh, all these are great. Like, like you said, none of them are like crazy high. And like, I feel as though if we're going to lean towards Matt Ryan hitting the over, I'll probably take the pits six, 65 and a half. I like that, you know, he could be the focal point in this game. He could really highlight and shine. And again, it's short turnaround. It's there at home. And you gotta, you gotta understand Thursday night games are wonky. The craziest things happen. It's been what we're into week 11 now. And like, there's not a Thursday night game where somebody exploded showed up and showed out so pits for 65 and a half i like that one i actually like the jacoby myers one but i have a feeling that he's going to get the under on here he's not a guy that gets the huge yards but he gets the targets but i don't feel as though he'll get over 50 and a half and if we look at last week it was kind of weird that you know four targets four catches four targets four catches for hunter henry jacoby myers Nelson Aguilar was left out because he's a bum, but <laughs> but Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Bourne also four targets and four catches. So the ball is being spread out evenly. So I feel as though, you know, I don't think 50 in the hook for Jacoby Myers is a thing for the over. So I'll probably take the under here. You know, if you really like Myers, you could pick up his 10 in the hook for fancy points thinking maybe he gets another touchdown now that he's oh yeah we gotta celebrate that oh yeah (laughs) he actually said at the press conference it meant a lot to him that his whole team came and celebrated him celebrated and i think he said the record and his dad was on him about not scoring all these weeks (laughs) he's in the record book he had the most regular season you know pass attempts or catches or whatever it was or yards i think it was without getting a touchdown 1500 yards something like that so uh good for him i think more to come so I like the the points better than the the yardage total as well. Uh, if, if you take a look on the on the other side, Russell Gage did not show up yes uh, yesterday or two days ago at all. My wife, who I had said to play Russell Gage, she said, "Hey, good thing I didn't listen to you. I played from Andre Stevenson instead." I said, "Yeah, because why am I listening to you anyway?" I said, "It'd be a burden off my soul if you stop." So she's not going to be listening to my fantasy football advice anymore. Thank God. It's so annoying to. <laughs> Every time I'm wrong, I have my wife like, I thought you're a fancy analyst. So, you know, you can, she, my wife's gotten second place four times in a row in her league. She doesn't need my help either. You know, wow. she's, she's, yeah, she's the, <laughs> the fire content only in my house. <laughs> Shout out my wife, uh, Rose Simpson. Good woman. So I, I'll say, speaking of Nelson Aguilar, his is 30 and a hook. So if you're going downfield passing and you want to be on the gamble train, you could jump on that Nelson Aguilar. I'm not touching it. You no. could go under. You could go under it, and then maybe get a little bit of easy money, as we say. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll see if more, more props coming out too. Uh, and uh, if anything, I do like the Hunter Henry. Uh, Hunter Henry, man, what what a nice target in the end zone. He's been seven down so far. He's he's fire content only in the end zone. If you get down there, that's just really good. Maybe his his prop for the fantasy markets where you want to go with his points this week. Well, well we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So let's now let's talk about touchdowns. Mac Jones, one and a half. What do you think about this? This is a little suspect in my eyes. It is sus. I feel as though he'll hit it. 
I'll take the over here, absolutely, being that we just were talking about Hunter Henry being deaf taxes, Hunter Henry, red zone target, a.k.a. touchdown. So I definitely oh, would be looking. Yeah, he can easily have two. It could be both touchdowns to Hunter Henry, and then, boom, you cash in on the Mac Jones, 1.5 touchdowns. Yeah, and, and if anything, the, the, the Atlanta Falcons uh, you know, are, are going to be able to uh, hopefully give up lots of touchdowns because yeah. that's, that's what they've done so far to wide receivers. <laughs> they've given up yeah. 13 touchdowns that they've given up so far. So, I mean, you know, Hunter Henry, not a wide receiver per se, but in the, down the end zone, he's 100% a wide receiver. So uh, I, I like that uh, prop to catch. Nice little sneaky one there. It, it just smelled as, as it was – some things they look on the, on the surface, you're like, what, what is that? Is that simple? You know, then you're like, I gotta, like, come here, look at this, buddy. Come here. Yeah, this? Wait, look at this. Wait, look at this. Is this what it is? It is. Oh, wow. Check it out. So nice price pick there. Uh, let's talk about the fantasy points here. Uh, and then we're going to get out of here on the, on the price pick section. So uh, anything that caught your eye initially when you saw these picks? Yes. When you mentioned Jacoby Myers, the 10.5, this is a gamble. This is a hot a hot gamble because I think we're going to ride off a of momentum and he gets in the end zone again because one touchdown, six points in most leagues, you're already like halfway there to have that 10 and a half and a hook. So I'm going to gamble this week, Jacoby Myers. This is me being a fan of him, me excited for him to hit the end zone. Do it again. Do it. I- I'm going to jump on that with a- another teammate of his, Hunter Henry, seven and a hook. You, know, you get touchdown. That's, I mean, the one, one point for the catch and then yes. six points for the touchdown. Hopefully it's for more than a yard. You know what I mean? Three yards. Yeah, you get one play, you get this prop. So I think this one's a pretty easy one to go for for Hunter Henry. You saw how just dynamic he is down there. He hit him with the with the shimmy and the shake. That's what happened. He didn't have to get physical, which he can do too because he's a big man. You know, so uh, he just did a little shake, and then Mac Jones looked him off. That was the best part of it. He looked the safety away, so he didn't feel little middle linebacker whoever was there. And they went right to him. It was, he was a design play. They've done it 10, 15 times in practice. So I, I love that. Uh, and then also, you know, I, I'm not going to co-sign anybody getting a, a big day here. But, you know, if you look at both of the quarterbacks, 15 and a hook and 16, I think they're both reasonable. I don't think they're they're very, uh, you know, moonshots here. If you think, you know, there's a couple touchdowns that are thrown, uh, maybe 200 yards plus. I think they're both doable is there one that you would lean if you would your last you're you're maybe you're stacking something up crazy like going for a five-leg parlay who who would you want in this narrative we kind of talked about so far um i would probably stick with mac jones 15 and a hook i definitely feel as though you know he can definitely hit that with more weapons honestly than a matt ryan but matt ryan's home so i wouldn't want to gamble both but i'm leaning towards the lower number here for him to hit the over fire kind content only that is my man lq i love it please do <laughs> sign up uh down in the description below there is a link to prize picks code mmn for the mayo media network and while you're there like and subscribe and retweet and post all over facebook and tell your mom and tell your grandma tell your kid hide your wife everybody tell them to come over here tuesday nights watch lq and myself scott simpson talk fire content uh, prize picks start sits and then injury so all right let's jump into the start sits this week, we had a, a one for every category, which I love. Uh, this is the first question. Get your fire content in. We need it. Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins. They're going to be playing this Sunday. I, initially, I thought, oh, slam dunk, Aaron Rodgers, right? That's just, that was my initial thought because it's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers averaging 18.4, Kirk Cousins 19.6. So, what is that? A little context there, right? It, it, it hasn't been as, 
as uh, Aaron Rodgers MVP friendly this year as it has last year with Montana. COVID yeah. missing a few games here and there. Uh, where are you leaning in this? Is it a comeback for, for Rodgers or are the, the Kirk Cousins going to be trailing and they need to catch up? It's a division game, so it definitely makes the atmosphere a little bit more intense. So I'm going to lean Aaron Rodgers. He's going to bounce back. He's going to put up big points. Um, Kirk Cousins is the most inconsistent, you know, quarterback we know in a man. He started off great, then he went on a slow slump, and then in, he's okay back now. I feel as though, you know, Aaron Rodgers turns it up when it's a division game, so I'm definitely going Aaron Rodgers on this one. Yeah, I think you can never go wrong with Aaron Rodgers. You know, I think that's the play, always the yep. play. I like it. I, I next, I, you know, I saw somebody, my guy, uh, your friend as well, Troy King on the Twitters. Love that guy. He was talking on the sports me app about starting miles Gaskin. I had a question miles Gaskin versus the jets or, or Pollard versus the chiefs. What, what, what are we doing here? People? I mean, if we're going to stick with trends, I mean, the most bi-weekly most toxic top 20 running back miles Gaskins is due for a, good game this week against the jets it's just basically hot cold hot cold up down i don't know man i don't know what's going on with miles gaskins because it's like when he has his toughest matchup his toughest matchup against the bucks he put up the highest points he's did in his career in ppr formats and it's like how <laughs> what, what 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 had happened was yeah <laughs> it doesn't make sense how that happens and it's like okay fine you're going to be toxic. I'm just going to play you every other week. And I'll just accept that. So honestly, to answer the question, I'm going to go Miles Gaskins this week versus the Jets. <laughs> I like it. Troy likes it too. Troy co-signs that. That was his point. Uh, you know, I'm always chasing that super game uh, out of Tony Pollard in the Chiefs game. Could be the game, but I think yeah. Miles Gaskins is the safe play. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I think Tony Pollard only turns up really like he gets the points. Like he just had a good game last week. That's because they were up so much. So therefore, Zeke gets more rest. That's why Tony Pollard was out there doing what he does best, you know, to fill in. That's why I feel like this Chiefs game, it might be a different energy. You got, you got Pat Mahomes back to business. I feel as though, you know, that defense can click a little bit more better, but I feel as though it might be a good game. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, speaking of the Chiefs and, and the Dallas Cowboys, the, the Travion Diggs, uh, his son, Aiden, and his video when uh, da he meets Dak again and, da and he calls him Pat Mahomes. And he yeah. goes, Is Pat Mahomes still? You know? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, 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 um, you're um oh that Prescott. He's like, mm -hmm, yeah, nice to meet you. How, how you doing? You know, that guy is the cutest little kid ever. Yeah. And I, I hope he's all over the the you know Twitter's for you this week as as this game goes up because he he should be a star, man. That give that kid his own show. He's so yeah. Man, I love that star. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. So, all right, let's jump down some wide receiver talk here. Uh, Brandon Cook's coming off the bye with Tyrod Taylor. Hopefully, you know, have a little bit more, uh, you know, rhythm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Devonta Smith uh, just coming off a big game. You know, nice little butt touchdown. Love that when you can say that. The announcers yeah. are like, I think he has one cheek, one butt cheek, <laughs> two feet. You know? Man, it's a touchdown. Getting <laughs> to, to say butt cheek, they get all like hyper excited about it. Like, right, calm down. I know you're on the radio, but chill out. <laughs> you know. Uh, but what what do you think? Who are you leading this matchup? I'm leaning Smith, man. I love what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. He's a top seven quarterback. He has that dual threat. Him and Smith have been clicking. The chemistry just has been looking beautiful, man. 
I'm not ready to roll the dice on Brandon Cooks again with Tyrod Taylor back into it because it looks like Tyrod Taylor has some rust on him or I don't know what the case may be, but it just didn't look good for Brandon Cooks when he was in my lineup when he played. So uh, I'm going to lean Smith and take the momentum here. Go with Smith. All right, last one on the uh, position-by-position breakdown. Dan Arnold lighting it up down there in Jacksonville like their leading receiver. He almost got a touchdown, too, by the way. All my my DFS lineups went, (laughs) got tackled at the one. Story of my life. All right, Uh, or Ty Conklin coming out there in Minnesota. Both of them are like must-start guys in real fantasy. They're, they're both getting solid volume. Like, this is literally a toss-up. Like, I don't want to put it on video to say one or the other. <laughs> honestly, just flip a coin. Like, and Conklin! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would That's the same play. That's the same play right there. Hi, <laughs> Arnold or Dan Conklin. Go with one of those plays. Definitely the same play there. I, I really don't know, though, to be serious, because they're both getting solid volume. And I like how Conklin is being used, like Irv Smith was last season when he was healthy in the red zone. So I really feel as though you're, you have the upside with both. You have the upside with a possible touchdown that Dan Arnold was supposed to score last week, but he's getting solid volume as well as Conklin. So yeah, flip a coin. Flip a coin. I think you're, you're, you're not going to be disappointed either way. I think they're both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We got one flex question and we'll jump into injury injuries and we'll be out of here. So Antonio Gibson coming off a two touchdown performance always inflates people's value. Next, what, what do you do for me next? And then Hunter Renfro, solid 17.6 fantasy points, solid so far. Uh, who are you leaning this week? He's up against Cincinnati while Gibson goes up against Carolina. Uh, I'm leaning more Hunter Renfro. I, I understand that Gibson had you know, the two touchdown game, but if we really look into that going into the fourth corner, he had no points. Like it was just disgusting it, it was like yeah he had the vine but he wasn't doing anything and we look at the yards that he had when he finished with it's like it's not really anything great so i feel as though he lived off those two touchdowns to be fantasy relevant to save his week hunter renfro he has the vine he has the crazy route tree that he he's putting on display and i like that he's a red zone target as well so i want to go with the guy that has more volume and has more upside with the better matchup yeah, he's got a cooler nickname, Third and Renfro. You know love, what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Antonio Gibson, he's a good guy. I love his story, but he does not have a cool nickname. You know, <laughs> I mean, you make one giddy up Gibson. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I like it. It's still not as good, though. You know, yeah. it has so, no meaning. <laughs> no, has no right. Yeah. Uh, and, and even over there, they've got scary Terry McLaurin. So you've got a cooler nickname already. He's already behind the eight ball, you know. So, all right. Well, I like it. Thank you guys. Keep sending us your start tips. One of my favorite things we do every single week. All right. Let's jump into my least favorite subject just because it does deal with the kind of the dark side of football, the injury side of football. But we need you to know and we need to know what's going on with these players so you can adjust your lineups and get yourself set. Biggest news of the injury week so far Aaron Jones, doubtful, probably out a couple weeks, sprained MCL. Uh, what does this look like? You know, we talked about the scenario for, for AJ Dillon a bunch of times, but h- how inflated does this value make it? Is he really a top five back? Uh, I would pump the brakes on top five. I, I definitely believe, you know, these next two weeks, he'll be able to get the volume. He'll get the touches. Um, I just feel as though I just don't want to full send it to where we're saying he's top five. And then that doesn't end up happening because, again, Aaron Jones is a huge piece to that offense. I definitely love that they're able to coexist and et cetera. But A.J. Dillon, he has some field, uh, shoes to fill. He also needs to get involved in the passing game. I know he's been getting involved. Like, he can catch. Like, everybody was, like, doubting him coming out of college that he couldn't catch. 
but he shows some display. But if he gets the vine that Aaron Jones gets out of the backfield, you know, AJ Dillon could put on something special. But he has the two weeks to show us and show up and show out. So I, I feel good about him. And they had that buy. So Aaron Jones, you know, essentially gets three weeks to rest up. So, you know, ride the wave until it crashes. And if you're somebody who uh, in the league, in your home league, or maybe you're in a dynasty league and you want to get some value out of AJ Dillon right now, trade him to the guy who rosters uh, Aaron Jones, you know, let him know. Hey, he is for sale, you know, jack the price up, make an extra pick, whatever you're going to do, uh, get your money's worth though. This is the time to do it. If you want to keep him though, like you said, Elk, you ride the wave. I like it. Um, some injury news from this game. Uh, we didn't talk about him really on the slate too much. Quiddell Patterson is questionable, has an ankle issue. Sounds like he's practicing though. He sounds good to go. Yeah, he was practicing today. Um, I'm not too sure, you know, the extent of it, but I'm pretty sure he was limited, but he's still questionable. That's something to monitor for the next couple of days. And then I'm sure he'll show up and show out on Thursday though. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go through the next section of our, just the folks so far that are questionable. We're not leaning one way or the other, but we've have seen some of them miss for sure. So, uh, you know, Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy, both dealing with separate injuries here, getting thin at the quarterback there, you know, for a team that was uh, weeks ago thought of as a Super Bowl contender. What's going on in, in the desert? Uh, injuries, man. It, it's tough right now. I mean, you get AJ Green back, you know, from COVID last week, the week before that, and then D-Hop still out, questionable with that hamstring. Kyler dealing with an ankle. I guess the swelling just keeps returning back. Not too sure on that, but they're thinking long ball. They're thinking about playoffs. They want him 100% healthy. These games in the middle, like, they're still finding ways to win. They're still finding ways to have some fight in them. Um, Colt McCoy being injured, that's just unfortunate, man. I, that kind of, like, forces – you know, Kyler to move back into the picture a little bit quicker than probably expected for that ankle, but we shall see how that turns out. Yeah, hopefully they're all healed up and D-hop as well. They get back to running like they used to. Uh, Latavius Murray, questionable for the Ravens. Baker Mayfield, day-to-day, you know, he got out in that game against, uh, we talked about the New England Patriots. They got a savage defense, right? They yep. they crushed him. He got knocked out. Uh, C.D. Lamb dealing with an arm injury. What I hear from the coach, he's good to go. He'll make it, not a problem. Yeah. Um, and then in Detroit, you've got Jamal Williams and Jamar Jefferson, both questionable, you know, the last couple of weeks, Williams has been out. So, um, the only reason I said that Jefferson got a touchdown and then, uh, somebody who I can't even pronounce his name. So I'm not going to try got, got a touchdown last week for Detroit. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, that, that back the backups, all yeah. the backups scored, all but backups. swift, <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, Alvin Kamara missed the game. He's questionable. Uh, keep an eye on that. Did you see that coming, LQ? He was not on our radar last week at all. I did not, honestly. That kind of just uh, popped up, you know, a few days before game day. Uh, hopefully, you know, he's good. Hopefully, it's not anything too serious. Yes. And speaking of nothing too serious, hopefully Saquon can finally get back on the field. You know, had a bye week, had some time to rest. So the Giants had Saquon and, and Shepard and Booker, all kind of questionable this week leading in, which is good. Uh, and then on the other side of the, the you know, New York, uh, Zach Wilson is questionable. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mike White great said, he, yeah, Mike White said he should have been the first round pick when he was drafted. Sound great, you know, after his yeah. performance. And then he came out four picks later, you know, he was, you know, embarrassing. Why he was not the first pick. So, yeah, hopefully Zach Wilson's back. Uh, and then a couple big guys, Dallas Goddard, you know, questionable. Chase Claypool, questionable. You know, not maybe huge, but Debo Samuel, questionable. We got a bone bruise. So, Elijah Mitchell, fractured finger, Yikes. you know, Gronk still questionable, Antonio Gibson questionable. All these guys kind of monitor them in your lineup, see how they're doing this week. Uh, I'm worried about Antonio Gibson. He's been out for a month now. Uh, oh, no, no. 
Antonio Brown, sorry, I told him, yeah, thank you. Not Giddy Up Gibson there. Can't yeah, Giddy Up Gibson. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Uh, and then on the other front, you know, Sam Darnold probably out for the season. It's not official yet, but it looks like it's leaning that way. Yeah, and Cam like is back, 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 back. I'm back, baby. Oh, I love seeing that. That was great. Uh, I did talk to my co-host on the Fantasy Millionaire Show about, you know, his his wardrobe and how he's just wild out there. And yeah. my favorite is when he wears the hats and they compare him to a grandma with her hats yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so I love it, man. It's it's just uh, it's a personality. I appreciate people yeah. who want to be themselves and who just make me laugh. So uh, he he's good. He's good for the league for sure. A um, couple injuries, people coming off. We saw you know Gallup return last week. Uh, Ceh, they're projecting he gets off the injury report. That's yeah. great. Yeah, good good news. I mean, not for Williams uh, shareholders there, but still good for the Chiefs. Uh, Miles Sanders could be back. Chris Carson possibly trending towards being back. Maybe if not this week, the next week. And then we talked about Logan Thomas last week. He he's practicing. So uh, out of the four of these, who do you think makes the biggest impact when they come back? Uh, honestly, I would hope it's Miles Sanders, but I have a feeling they'll go back to running the ball nine times when he's back in the field. <laughs> <He's> back, <laughs> guys, my... we're gonna change our whole offense. Not the offense. <laughs> That's what I fear, though. But I feel as though if they keep what they're doing now and add Miles Sanders there, he'll make a huge impact for fantasy. No, I like that. Yeah, give him the Jordan Howard role that suddenly created. Yeah, that suddenly gone. just came out of nowhere. As soon as he gets hurt. Yeah, we're going to run the ball more. Oh, yeah, Miles Sanders on IR, by the way. Yeah. Hashtag Miles Sanders is out. Run the ball more. So uh, well, I get to I love doing these shows with you. Highlight of my week for sure. Thanks yeah, for joining thanks. us. Where can people find you? I know this is not the only fire content you're producing. Oh, yeah. You can find me at Real Deal Fantasy on Facebook, MySpace, whatever you want to call it, Tumblr. You can find me on Instagram, Real Deal Fantasy, and of course, on Twitter, Real Deal Fantasy, and on YouTube. I'll be putting out content all all week um content coming out of 32 bit which is marcus grant's company over there and uh you can check me out writing for downtown rams i got an article coming out tonight actually excellent and don't forget uh lq is verified remind him when you see him let him know he's verified he loves that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me at nimblewnumbers.com and at nimblewnumbers on twitter it's implicit for nimble with uh paul howdy uh, calls me Nim Blue Numbers. I thought the British people could read. I don't like Paul Howdy. He's like making you look bad over there, Brits. You know, I did have to be. I was sent over. And I did a year of Fulbright teaching as an educator. They sent yeah. me to the UK to to raise up one class. To they're like, listen, we need this class to be smarter. So far that we haven't been able to do it. We need an American to come help us. So I went over there, got these kids' test scores up. They're all brilliant right now. So you're welcome, Paul Howdy, helping the Brits. Uh, Shout out, Paul Howdy. I do love that guy over there. I want to give him a hard time. Uh, but please, yeah, do check us all out. Uh, follow Pat Mayo over at the Mayo Media Network. Follow the Mayo Media Network. Like and subscribe to this network right now. We got to get over 30,000 if we haven't. Uh, and then sign up right now in the prize picks link down below. $100 deposit match bonus when you sign up. Uh, please, MMN is the code. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.